This is a podcast from ABC Radio Overnights. I'm Rod Quinn. On ABC Radio, it is time for our weekly look at the world of health and fitness with Professor Gordon Lynch. Gordon, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Rod. Now, this is something that people who like to work out but want to do better will find very interesting, and that is taking your training to the next level. And a good way of determining whether you need to do this is just how easy you find your workout. Yeah, especially if you're finding it a little bit too easy. Now, there are some signs we can look for if you think, well, am I actually going a little bit too easy here? You know, you might be doing the same exercises week in and week out. I mean, and you go into that sort of routine where you sort of go into sort of an automatic pilot and it, and it's the return on the investment's not going to be that great if that's the case. The other, the other thing is you could be going into a, a gym or a fitness club or whatever and, and you, you spend most of your time talking with your friends during the session. You know, you're not in the zone of what you need to do to, to achieve uh, from your fitness. You could be very easily distracted if that's the case. You could be checking your phone or you could be on an on a exercise bike which has the TV screen and you're just, you know, just engrossed in what's on the, on the TV screen as opposed to really trying to invest your time in getting a return on that investment. Now, if you're doing things a little bit too easy and you're not huffing and puffing or you're not breaking a sweat, then that may be a sign that your workout's a little bit too easy. And if you finish a session and you sort of feel disappointed, you feel less motivated to do the next one, clearly that's going to impact uh, upon your progress. You're not going to see results if you're in that particular zone where essentially you've hit a sticking point with your training. Um, it's a little bit too easy. You've got this plateau. We need to do some things. We need to make some changes in order to get it to the next level. And then you know, make, make your investment of time worthwhile. Okay, so the first thing you really need to do is actually reassess what you're doing. Am I doing the right thing and can I improve it? Yeah, and we, we have tackled this question before and it was interesting. There was an article in one of the national newspapers just a few weeks ago talking about working towards a goal. Are you training rather than just exercising? You know, exercising for a purpose is, is training and you don't have to be an Olympic athlete in order to classify yourself in that thing about, you know, I don't think you call yourself an athlete, but you, you can be training rather than exercising. So that is setting some short-term goals, some longer-term goals. What do you want to achieve from exercise? And you train accordingly. You design a training program that's tailored to you and your goals. Or you can seek assistance in, in terms of formulating that training. And you can track the, your progress. Are you, are you making progress? Are you seeing results? And, you know, the training can become very stale and boring if the program isn't devised properly. And you'll lose track of where you are, where you're supposed to be towards your goals. And so I think reassessment is, is, is the first thing if we're in that zone of too easy, reassess and let's, let's change things. So how do you change? How do you know what to change it to? Yeah, look, so if you're going, you know, doing the same exercise each session, and I think the first thing, yes, you need to change the program. So remember that our bodies have this amazing capacity to adapt to challenge. So exercise is a stimulus, the body responds accordingly, it's, a, it's an alarm response and then it, it adapts, it may be changes in the way the, 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 the blood is circulated in terms of the, the circulation, it could be the muscles adapting to the challenge and, and all those sorts of things. But if you're doing the same thing over and over again, you're not going to see any further improvement. So you need to change your workout every so often in order to change that stimulus. 
and, and allow the body to adapt and improve to the next level. So changing the program is the first thing and, and doing it sensibly and, and in incrementally is the way that we can keep getting those getting out of that plateau and getting to the next stage. And one of the ways that you can change it, obviously, is if you're exercising for half an hour at a time, just go a little bit longer. If you're exercising for an hour, go a little bit longer. If you're taking one of those three-minute exercises you've talked about, make it four minutes, Gordon. Yeah, I, I think the, the longer you work out, generally the, the work output's going to increase. It doesn't necessarily mean you, you know, increase the duration from, say, 20 minutes to 60 minutes. I mean, I, I think, as you say, do it gradually. You can increase it by a minute or five minutes or so each day until you reach your new target. And this is about doing it sensibly, just a little bit more to challenge this, the, the body's systems and then get to that next level. So exercising for longer is certainly one way we can do that. Okay, what about exercising shorter? Does that help? Well, I know it sounds very, quite ridiculous, but it's ex the opposite approach can also have an effect because if you're going through the motions of your exercises and your normal program's taking you, say, 30 minutes, what about considering you know, reducing the total training time so that you're working at a higher intensity? So that's a harder effort with less rest in between the exercises and the sets or the sprint bouts that you're performing. That means you're challenging the body a lot more than before. So... You know, we've talked about exercising for longer. This is exercising for shorter where the intensity increases. That's a surefire way to, to get out of that, that, that plateau phase. Mm, okay. Now also, and this is easy to quantify, easy to measure, if you're into weightlifting, then obviously lift more. Now you can lift more weights or you can lift more often, do more sets, more reps, whatever, or put more weight on it. But you've got to be careful, of course. It doesn't mean you start suddenly lifting exceptionally heavier loads. It's just you know gradual increments. So the the weights of the dumbbells or the barbells that you're using, you can you know as you say lift high heavier loads, or it could be the number of repetitions, it could be the number of sets of each exercise that you're performing, it could be the amount of rest in between the sets, and so on and and so forth. So it's just about tweaking these variables can change what was a formerly ineffective program into something that starts producing those increments and those improvements pretty quickly. And I, I think in, you know, the message with all when we're talking about exercise, I mean, longer exercising for shorter, lifting more weight, all of this, uh, the, the changes can be sometimes gruelling. So we have to make sure, as we always say in this show, get the all clear from your doctor or your health specialist. Are these the right exercises for you? It goes for any program, really. Just make sure that it's appropriate for you Whatever existing health conditions you may have, um, there's always an exercise that will, will suit you, uh, but we need to do, always do these things in a sensible way. Gordon Lynch is our guest with some thoughts on how to take your training to the next level. Change your program, exercise longer, exercise shorter, lift more weights, exercise faster. What do you mean by that? Yeah, well, I think if you're doing walking exercises or running or, or riding a bike you know if you simply exercise at a higher rate of speed your work output's going to increase so generally the faster you move your body the more work you're going to perform within that particular time so if you think about that in terms of the time factor running is is generally going to be superior to walking because it's a de more, more demanding exercise so you're working at a higher intensity within that period so if you're, you're making the transition from walking to jogging to running I mean, those transitions are a surefire way to you know, get more oomph into it, and I think that's way one way. Now, not everyone can run. 
and I'm I'm in that category. I'm not a very good runner, but I do. You know, I use a treadmill. I work, walk at a particular pace, and I can change the 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 incline and the speed of the running. All those sorts of things. Transitioning from a slower speed to a faster speed. There's certainly ways that we can. Uh, change it up a little bit and and get a little bit more out of the, of, the, of our workout. And one of the other things that you can do there is walk longer, walk for further, or run for further as well. That's the thing. Cover more distance. If you're used to just doing a certain amount, go that extra lap, do that extra kilometre. Yeah. So the, the you know the further you're carrying your own body weight, the more energy you're expending. So. As you say, cover more distance, extend the distance that you're currently covering, and, and you'll be working at a higher, higher rate. So I think it's just again this increments, just not doing the same thing, but may, but but changing it up. Cover, you know, distance is one thing, but there are many other variables that we can change that will just tweak things a little bit to make it a little bit more challenging. How challenging do you want it to be, though? I, I think it's it's all in relation to the goals and what you're physically capable of doing and what you've got the okay to do. Some people have, you know, we, we talked about recently about lifting light dumbbells. That people, Not everyone wants to lift heavier dumbbells and I sort of take that into, into consideration that we can still get more from that workout even if we've only got access to a light weight. But if we if we have our challenge to ourselves is, is to, if ourselves is, is to get to a higher level of fitness and and we need to change the program accordingly and to make it as challenging as it needs to be and and I'm saying that you can reach a higher level than you thought possible if you do it sensibly and in small increments just changing those variables slightly that also makes it more interesting it looks it's more of a challenge to you to say I want to get get to the next session Mm -hmm. so I can see whether I can do that and so on and you do that over time with the appropriate rest, of course, uh, and and you'll start to see the results, and just get out of that that plateau phase where you're seemingly not making any any headway, and you're not seeing any results or feeling the results. Well, it's it is time to incorporate some of these changes. And one of the changes that you can bring in is to vary your exercise. So if generally you only go for a run, you only go for a swim, you only go for a walk, you only lift weights. Well, try and mix it up a bit. Yeah, choose something different. I think that's about you know keeping exercise interesting, and you know, as we say, always doing the same thing over and over. It it does get a bit tedious. So I think if we can introduce a few different types of exercises, different exercises on different days, just keeping it interesting. That that's certainly one way. Adding variety to your workouts with these new exercises. Maybe if you've got access to different equipment and there are different gyms and fitness centres around that have a whole a range of different equipment, functional training, you know, lifting tractor tyres and ropes and all those sorts of things, all of that uh, is keeping training interesting, physically demanding in different ways, but it does get you to that next level of fitness. Now, something that might help you do that as well, especially if you work on your own, if you work out on your own or you do whatever it is that you do on your own, find somebody to do it with, Gordon. Yeah, look, a training partner, I mean, there are just different advantages if you're training alone. I, I'm, a, I'm a person that trains alone in my home gym, but having a training partner has a lot of advantages too. If you think about having the support of someone who's similarly motivated as you, I mean, you could really ex, you know, expand on the range of possibilities rather, you know, rather than what you can manage on your own. You've got someone there who can help push you, motivate you, you may be you know, less inclined to miss a training session if you know you're letting down your partner. And I think you're a source of motivation and inspiration for each other in that respect. So a training partner, 
you know, if, you, if you're pushing yourself hard in order to complete a particular set of a particular exercise, your partner can, you know, verbally encourage you, help you lift the bar a little bit, that, you know, through careful spotting that allows you to complete the exercise. All those things over time add up to a, you know, a level of improvement that you may not have if you're just, tra- you know, training by yourself. So there are certain advantages, I think, with a training partner which can get you motivated to get to that next level. And finally, don't forget to rest and recharge. This is really important. Don't go too hard too early. Yeah, I think people underestimate the importance of rest and recovery to actually getting to the next level of fitness. So the body has to recover. It has to adapt. You you challenge it with exercise. The body is resting. It's actually regenerating, recovering Different parts of the body are remodeling in order to, to in response to the to the stimulus you've given it. So, if you've been training steadily for for weeks on end, and I think your body and your mind is going to benefit from periods of scheduled rest. You can have those things scheduled into your program where when you're going to rest and so on. But sometimes an unscheduled rest, if you if you feel particularly sore or tired. There's no point going into the gym and trying to do the same level of training intensity when you can't do it. So your body benefits by having just that extra day or so of rest to allow the body to recover properly. So you can have designated rest days as part of your weekly training program and you know, taking a week off or two from training altogether periodically throughout the year is one way to really recharge. And I think that extra rest you know, helps you get over any minor sort of niggly injuries you may have it does wonders for motivation so because after that period of rest, most serious exercises are you know, really itching to get back into training. So I think the extended rest period can be very helpful. It prepares you for that next phase of your training. So you, know, you want to start to incorporate some of the things we've discussed today, but you want to get to a point where you're really pushing yourself, but also recovering and resting and making sure that you know, your body is going to derive the benefits from all of that investment you've put into it. So I hope that some of those things that we've discussed today will help us get out of that, that plateau phase or that rut that we may be in. Uh, there are some ways we can tr- change our training in a sensible, systematic way, but uh, surefire ways to, to get us to the na- that next level. All right. Gordon, thank you very much for that. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, Rod. Gordon Lynch, Health and Fitness. Overnights with Rod Quinn on ABC Radio.